said they was down for me. Switched up, they was looking down on me. Now I'm up, wish you would've stuck with me. Now you stuck, cause somebody else hating every time I look up. Can't keep me down. What up, though? It's your man, Tark. Aha, back for another episode of Wild Live with Tark, the most unapologetic podcast in the game. And y'all already know what time it is. I'm about to turn it up on you niggas like my part coming. Man, listen, it's been a real, real chill, interesting week. I'm sitting in here about to get this nice little episode popping, about to record this episode with my man. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people one time, bro. Yeah, it's Yola in the building. You know what I'm saying? My man Yola in the motherfucking building, man. So what's been up with you? How, you, how your week been going, man? What's, what, what, what you been up to this week? Man, every day is a grind. You know what I'm saying? No days off. Absolutely. Niggas got a bunch of kids. We got to take care of them kids. Absolutely. Take care of them bills. Absolutely. So, you know, that's that's really what I've been on, just grinding, working. I ain't really been on too much, man. I don't hang out. I don't party. I just work, man. Okay. Okay. So, so what are you doing? You say so all you do is work. So what are you? So what are you doing right now? Currently, currently I'm doing a couple contractor jobs. I'm renovating a couple cribs, and you know uh, I do uh, mechanic work on the side too. Then I do my music too. You know I'm a, I'm known as a producer, but I touch in everything. You know my hands and everything. Okay, jack of all trades. Yes, sir. Okay, then jack of all trades. So you said you were a producer too. So how did you get into producing? So like. So how long have you do, have you been producing music, and how did you get into the game? Well, I've been – it's crazy. It's really a long story, so I've we, always we been – We ain't got nothing but time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, say less. so I've always been into music. Like, my mom had me in piano lessons like three or four years old. I vividly remember that. Um, the school I was going to, the elementary school at the time, it was mandatory to be in music. So mm-hmm. you had to either be in choir or you had to play an instrument. So – I always played an instrument, and we always at lunchtime, you know, guys in there, they making beats and shit on the lunchroom, ta- you know, knocking on the table, you know how, you know. Right. So, you know, uh, what really got me into producing, I went on a black college tour when I was in like uh, seventh, eighth, I think seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I met a dude, he was freestyling, and I'm like, yo, where them beats come from, though? Like, I hear the shit you spitting, but my nigga, where them beats come from? He's like, oh, I made them. So I'm like, you made them? I'm like, this nigga lying like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> like, you ain't make them shits. He was like, yeah, I made them. It's a, a, a application. It's an app called uh, FL or Fruity Loops. It wasn't FL Studio then. It was Fruity Loops. So they was on version three. That was like 1999 to like 2001. Okay. And, you know, once we got off the tour, I'm like, man, let me go ahead and see if this nigga was capping or not, you know. So I go download it, and sure enough, you can make your own beats. So them bitches started out basic as hell, like just a clap, a kick, and a hi hat and a snare. So it was, so it was a phone application, no, or, or it was a computer app. Okay, yeah, so yeah, okay, so you, so you downloaded the file, you know, saying yeah. put shit on a motherfucking on a laptop, and you just got the got the jugging like yeah. that. So I got the jugging, then like you could play the keys, you could play the piano off the keyboard. So mm-hmm. you know, I had a little bit of piano skill still, so I kind of. Just went with that, and it's been on ever since, bro. So, like, 20-some years, you feel me? Okay, so how old were you when you downloaded the Fruity Loops? How old were you? Probably 12 years old. Wow. Yeah, and I'm damn. I'm about to be 34 this year. Wow. Yeah. 
So you said 12 years old. Yep, you I was ju- making websites and shit too, man. 12 years old, you jumped in the game producing, making beat, making your own beats at 12. Yeah. That yes, is sir. phenomenal. Yeah. Right? So, boom. So so what was the next step in your evolution after that? So you, you know, 12, making beats, putting it together. So it, I wasn't really consistent because it was, you know, it was just kind of like a hobby then. Right. And, you know, in my spare time, I made beats here and there, so... Between seventh grade and twelfth grade, I done had a nice little, you know, a little cache of records and shit, you know, like a, a beats that I done made. So twelfth grade, um, I ended up going to this one high school called Consortium, mm-hmm. and I met this nigga, Dusty McFly. Like we went to the same school, you know, what I'm saying we graduated from the same high school, whatever. Twelfth grade. Okay. And um, you know, like I played them beats for them. Like niggas was like, yo. What the fuck, bro? Like you making these? I'm like, yeah. So, you know, really, it was like shit. Niggas like, yeah, bro. We we need that. You know, we need them. So, been on since then, for real. Shit, since like 12th grade when I really like got in that shit heavy. Okay. You know, so and I just kept going crazy, like you know. So, so every day. So, do you remember like the first song you produced? Like the first nigga who jumped on your beat and put out a song? Do you remember what that first song was? The first big song, like, that's known? No, 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 no. Not that's known. We're going to get there. But, oh. like, like, the first time a nigga was like, let me get a beat, and he put put the song out, whether it got big or not. Shit, my nigga Seven Miles Show. Showstopper, okay. yeah. It was my nigga from uh, elementary school. He, he, We was in college and shit, so we went to uh, MSU together. Okay. And we was up there trapping. Like, we, we street niggas, so we didn't go up there to really learn shit. We went up there to go see, you know, fuck hoes and- Right. Typ- typical hood nigga shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Typical so hood nigga we shit. We on all bullshit up there, and, you know, I was in it heavy since 12th grade. Like, now nah, I'm really consistent. So, my freshman year in college, like, we we set up, we got the phone padding on the uh on the walls in the dorm and shit, and, bro, believe it or not, we recording off a of fucking PlayStation 2 microphone. Wow. Yeah, USB, Logitech, PlayStation 2 microphone, the headset joint. I done broke that bitch, took the mic, plugged it into the computer. We recorded. Wow. Yep, so. Oh, shit. You getting it the fuck in like a ghetto MacGyver out this bitch. You hear me? Yeah, got to make that shit shape one getting way or another. Getting that shit out the mud for real, for real. Yeah. So you say your man, Seven Miles showed he was the first one to jump on the song. Mm-hmm. You at MSU making beats, recording off the PlayStation. Yep. What 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 was the next what was the next step for you? Shit. Or or so so at this time, are you thinking that music is what you're gonna do? Like when did you know? What was that moment you was like, all right, fuck everything else, I'm about to do this music shit. When so, did when did that come? So that came when you know I was going through a lot of shit up there. Like niggas had to pay. I paid for my college shit out of pocket. Like niggas was getting loans and shit, refund, check the death, stunting. Like they really got a bag, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, man? I can't be doing. I can't live like these niggas and shit. Cause I, I'm not about to go get no loan and fuck my credit up and all that shit. Had that shit hounding me. I'm like, you know what, man? I gotta start selling these beats and shit. I gotta make it shake with this music. Cause it's a nigga down the hall that was a. He he was an intern for Atlantic Records. Wow. So I'm like, yo, if this nigga, and he from Ipsy, Ann Arbor or some shit, he really was like, you know what I'm saying? I got niggas up there and shit, but this nigga was lame as hell. You know what I'm saying? He was like lame as hell. I'm like, man, if they can get that nigga a shot, his shit ain't even as good as mine. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not even on no hating shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, damn, you know, this nigga, his shit sound all right, but 
I feel like my shit better, so. Right, right. I mean, shit, why lie? Fuck yeah, nigga. Yeah. I'm, I'm better than you. What the yeah. fuck, nigga? And I, I still feel like that to this day about a lot of niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't dick suck to get ahead. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So. Totally understand it. You feel me? So, like, I'm not riding no nigga coat till. I'm not taking no handouts. Like, I'm going to get mine the hard way. I've always been that. Always. But, Real uh, nigga shit. But, yeah, so, uh, back to that. Like, what really got me going was. My nigga Dusty, my nigga Fleas called me like, yo, I'm sending that nigga BC like, bro, yo shit is hard as fuck, dog. Like, nigga, come to the studio and meet my cousin Juan, Street Lord Juan. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit, nigga. Like, damn, we up here, you know, selling dope to this nigga music and shit. Like, we selling weed, pills. We, we going crazy to this nigga shit. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I'm about to meet a legend. Like, what the fuck? Like, so. Hell yeah, if you're from the city, hell yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, shit, all right, bet. So. Man, I, I had a little apartment at the time, and um, this is like my my uh, junior year. Man, I dropped out. I left all that shit, bro. And I was pursuing a uh, degree in um, mechanical engineering. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, I'm damn near done. I'm like, man, fuck this shit, dog. I'm about to go down here and fuck with Cuz, because shit, he, got, he the plug for real. Mm. You know, like, I'm not about to miss this opportunity, like, I probably could have finished school and did it at the same time, but I ain't going to lie, dog. Them opportunities, man, a lot of them, if I wouldn't have been there 110% of the time, then I would have missed out on a lot of shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, Okay, so you so so Dusty give you the call. You go down there and meet Juan, and shit, it's up. It's up, nigga. I'm it's up. About it's up and it's stuck. So I go meet Juan, you know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga Sino. Me and my daddy done installed the alarm in one of his cribs that he was living in at the time in the hood. So he gave me one of his uh his mixtapes and shit. And I swear to God, bro, I used to bang that shit. Like, nigga, anytime I'm driving up from Detroit to Lansing or from Lansing back, like I had his shit on repeat. You know what I'm saying? Like that nigga was hard back then. Like he's still one of them niggas now, but like back then, I'm like, yo, this nigga got a verse from Gucci on here. Like, how the fuck? Like, I was a young nigga, dog. I'm a teenager still. Right. So I'm like, shit, dog. Like, how the fuck do you, you know what I'm saying? How you get that, nigga? You know what I'm saying? So, but I end up bumping to him at the studio, and I'm like, yo, it's really destined for me to be around. Or I start seeing niggas that I done, you know what I'm saying, grew up with in that bitch. I'm like, dog, what the fuck? Like, oh yeah, I'm supposed to be right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bump back into these niggas. Like, these niggas on the same wave I'm on. So, you know, it from then on, dog, it's like, shit, yeah, this music is what it's got to be. It's oh, it. Okay. Okay. So, what was, the what was like, the first song that you produced that blew? The first song I produced that blew was, uh, I would say, uh, I'm Out Here, Dusty McFly. Oh shit, hell yeah. nigga. Yeah. Wow. You produced that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, see, I was going by a different name. Like my name, Dave D. Elliott. So that was my production name back then. Like I done switched it up so many times, but it's just Yola now. Like dope, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, nigga, everybody know I'm out here. Yeah. E- everybody know that motherfucking yeah, song. That's what I'm saying. That's a Detroit classic. Oh yeah. Nick niggas was out here time out here. You hear me? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So yeah. For I did sure. That. Oh shit. When that shit dropped, I was in the mix like a blender, goddamn yeah. it. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. That shit turned the city up for sure. It t- had niggas out of town turned up. Like for real. Nigga Meek Mill turned up off that bitch. <laughs> he on Twitter ta- uh, 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 tweeting lyrics to that bitch. Man, listen, that shit was lit. Yeah, when that motherfucker hit the city, that shit took the hood by storm. You hear me? Hell yeah, for sure. For sure okay, for sure. so so boom. 
So you doing that, you doing the music. Mm-hmm. Who else have you worked with in the game? And 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 so when I'm out here, so hold on, let, before I get there, mm. when I'm out here drop, before it became a, a, a Detroit classic, yeah. right? When that motherfucker dropped and you seen how it was being received in the city and elsewhere, how did that make you feel? Knowing like, nigga, I did that. Man, that shit was like, it was... To be honest, bro, I, I didn't fucking believe it. Cause I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I been I was a humble nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I always thought less of myself. Like, oh man, I ain't really laying like that. But you know, like it'll be times where I'm like, nah, nigga, fuck that, nigga. I'm I'm him. You know what I'm saying? But then like I always struggle with that confidence. I couldn't believe that shit. Like, bro, ain't no fucking way. Right. Like, ain't no fucking way, dog. Like, we going on, these niggas going on tour and shit, man. Like, I wasn't able to go because I ended up having a, a kid at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, like, shortly after, I had my son, my first son. So, I they going on tour with Meek and them. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga got a record deal off that off that shit. Right. Got nigga signed a whole deal with, with Atlantic Records. You know what I'm saying? Warner Music Group and... I'm like, damn, dog, like, shit, nigga, this shit lit as hell. Like, I'm really, I'm really one of the ones now. Like, I'm really, you know what I'm saying? I really, like, pursuing my dreams and shit now. So, you know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm like, yeah, bro, I got to turn this bitch up. I got to keep going. But what's crazy, that beat, I made that beat when I was, like, a freshman in college. Like, the shit was old as fuck. It was about, you know what I'm saying? Let me see. Man, it was five years old. By the time it dropped, that shit was already a five-year-old beat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like like all that's what I do with my beats. Now from now I know the recipe with this shit. Cause that ain't the first nigga that got a deal off my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck it, dog. I'm gonna put them bitches in the in the pot, let them bitches season for a couple years, you know what I'm saying? Right. So and that's what it is though. You know what I'm saying? So but yeah, I uh I worked with a couple niggas, man. I um actually uh, you know, young Buck and shit, man. He used to come down to the studio because he fucked with wine and Tape and all them niggas and shit. So, you know, one day, and it's crazy, the energy at the studio used to be so wild that, like, you literally, you speak about some shit, you manifesting. It was magic in that bitch, bro. A lot of niggas don't believe in that shit. Like, they not spiritual. They don't believe in that type of energy. But, man, we talking about, I'm playing one song. It's uh, off Beg for Mercy, gangster shit. I'm playing this shit. I have no fucking idea that this nigga Young Buck in the city. I don't know nothing about him being about to come to the studio or nothing. I'm like, bro, this nigga the hardest nigga out of all them niggas. He had the hardest verse. His shit is fucking sweet as hell. And niggas like, no, nah, bro, Lloyd Banks. I'm like, no. I'm like, all right, man. So I got in a heated debate with niggas <laughs> over this one verse on this song. Right. Man, I leave out that bitch. This nigga Young Buck standing right there. I'm like, bro, I know you fucking lying. This <laughs> I swear to God on my kids, bro, this nigga Young Buck was in the fucking studio at that moment. Wow. But that ain't the first. It, it, it was a lot of shit, dog. And it got to the point where we like, man, we just got to embrace this. Because if we tell somebody about it, they going to say y'all niggas high. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all niggas in that bitch getting blown. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, boom, you produced the I'm Out Here. This yeah. shit go crazy. Yeah. You in the studio with Buck. What 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 else are you doing and who else are you working with in that in, in that time? Well, shit. 
you know, that was the time when Big Sean was just getting his his name up. You know, mm-hmm. Kanye had the nigga signed for a minute, but right, had, know, he was shelved. You had, know? Had, had him on the shelf like a motherfucker. Yeah, so he was shelved and shit, but we, you know what I'm saying, we down there, we in the studio with Sean, like, we blowing with this nigga, we fucking hoes and shit, like, he just a regular nigga to us, he's Sean. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we down there, all the guys and shit, man, like, all the finally famous niggas, man, all the... Street Lord niggas, you know, Juan was under indictment at the time, so shit was kind of crazy. Like it was certain niggas that wasn't allowed to come around, mm-hmm. you know. But shit, even GT, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. little Gary, bro. Like I feel like I gave that nigga his first shit because I he had his first single off my, one of my beats. Where? What was that? Uh, what was the name of that shit, dog? Um, I'm a pro with it. Okay, I'm a pro with it. Yeah. So and Dusty had gave him a feature on that shit, but. G, I met G on some flute shit for real. Me and Dusty, like some niggas was talk, trying to take the nigga Dusty Buffs at the Coney Island on Woodward. And, you know what I'm saying? At the time, I'm still a young, wild nigga. I'm riding around with AKs and Desert Eagles and shit. So, nigga Dusty, like, man, hey, go, go get that yacht, nigga. I'm like, oh, okay. Say less. <laughs> right. I live for this shit, nigga. So, <laughs> I go get that bitch out the truck, rack that bitch. Broad daylight, niggas, police driving past. They, I swear, dog, they seen me. They like, nah, we don't want none of that. They see a nigga jump out with a wood. Nah, nigga, we don't want none of that. So I point the bitch at the at the county, nigga, at Detroit One County. Like niggas scattering like roaches. You see niggas diving over counters and shit, diving in booths. So at that point, Dusty get his fool. He walk out. GT come out. It's him and one of his mans up there. G come out like, yeah, bro. Like this, that, this, that, bro. I'm trying to fuck with y'all niggas. So I'm like, all right. He like, whoa. I'm like, yeah, I make the beats. And she's like, bro, please, this, that, this. I'm like, all right, nigga, come on. But you got to be for real, nigga. I ain't with none of that bullshit. Like, if you're going to be, you know what I'm saying, come on, nigga. I got you. But you got to be for real. I'm not about to play with no niggas. That nigga walked up to you with a K in your hand. He was definitely for real. Yeah. <laughs> he walked up talking about music. You sit there with a chopper. That nigga is yeah. serious. If a nigga, I swear to God, if a nigga asked Lil GT, if a nigga asked Gary, like, bro, did that nigga Dave really do that? <laughs> I swear to God, he gonna tell you what it, you know, what I'm saying what it was, nigga, shit. And, and from that moment on, G, he had always been around. Like I used to drive all the way on, you know, what I'm saying over there, seven mile, like like up Gratiot and shit. You know, what I'm saying seven State Fair area. I used to go scoop the nigga up, bring him to the studio. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I got a lot of uh, there's a lot of niggas, man, that I work with, bro. A whole lot, man. Like shit, uh. Man, it's so many niggas, I can't even really, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to name, but, you know. But so, so born and raised in the city. Yes, sir. Grew up on the West. Yeah, West. Schoolcraft, Mansfield, man. Okay, got into making beats at 12. Went from MSU dorm to, you know, producing beats. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, fuck this school shit. The music is my motherfucking passion, right? Yeah. So, what do you think... But you know, prior to now, what do you think was like the peak of your career, uh, of your production career? And then, shit, what happened? The peak of my career was, I would say, two thousand sixteen. Okay. Uh, two thousand, really fifteen. So, I had been doing like credit card fraud and shit for a long time, right? Like that's how a nigga was eating, cause you know niggas paying three, four hundred for a beat back then. You know, that shit really, it, to me, it wasn't no money because, you know what I'm saying, like, I always been a, gr- a nigga that grind and shit, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, 
maybe 500, 600 a week off beats. That shit really wasn't what I was expecting. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do this bullshit over here on the side, and I can make $1,000 every day. Right. So I was doing that shit, and then I ended up getting locked up in 2015. I caught a pistol case. They dropped the fraud shit because they didn't really have me on it. They had my mans on it. So they ended up charging me with a gun they found in the car and shit. It was my gun. You know, they ran the serial. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about, but they ran the serial number like, oh, Nigga, this your gun. Yeah, you was in that car. Hold this F. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. once I got out of jail, I had produced this record uh, called Addicted to My Ex, right? By a nigga named MCDJR. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like the record really, um, my management team that I was with that I was under at the time, we was just trying to like get records together and shop them bitches to major artists and to labels. So this record actually was for Young Thug. Mm-hmm. It was a reference, but you know what I'm saying? It was just a reference track. It was for Young Thug. So that nigga came out on that shit, calling niggas his bae and his hubby and shit, you know what I'm saying, at the time. And you know what I'm saying? That shit was just totally weird to us. Like, we like, nah, bro, we ain't about to, uh, <laughs> we ain't about to send that nigga shit, bro. Fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he really like, I ain't going to say he's, like he's not gay, but you know what I'm saying, he he used that shit for his image, bro. Right. And motherfuckers right. love that shit. Right, bro. you know, putting the putting the dress on and album cover and all that shit. You, you, know, you see what I'm saying? The, the shock value of it, you exactly. know what I'm saying? To, so, for, to to promote. Right. Yeah, like I mean, I, I get where he's coming from, but I'll never do no shit like that, bro. Right. This ain't in me. But anyway, so that that was the record was for him. So we like, fuck that, bro. Like, dude that was writing the shit. He actually was kind of lyrical. You feel me? Like he he's a lyrical nigga. So we put the song out. Like fuck it. So y'all had the whole song done. It was done, bro. On my beat with you his produced the you produced the beat and y'all yeah. had the nigga who are who wrote all the lyrics. Yeah, the, the whole song was complete. Yeah. Wow. It was okay. Complete. So okay. Niggas like fuck it, bro. We about to go with this shit. So drop the bitch. Man, that bitch went viral, dog. It went viral. Twenty fifteen. This motherfucker went viral. Yeah. Twenty fifteen. 2016, even 17, bro, that bitch was going crazy. Like, Carmelo Anthony wife is really the one who made that bitch pop. She did a little dance routine with all her family. La la. La la, nigga. I say la la went crazy. La la went crazy off that bitch. So that shit went stupid after that. Like, nah, everybody doing the, uh, the flex on my ex challenge and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that bitch went through the fucking roof, dog. Wow! Right now, that bitch probably it's well over like total combined streams. It's well over a hundred million. God damn! It's well over a hundred million. God damn! You talking Drake numbers? Yeah. So that shit back then that was, I would say probably like man, niggas did like thirty something million, and that was like you know what I'm saying within that time, within a couple years of it dropping, that was like thirty something million. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like a whole uh, six years later. You know what I'm saying? Not even six years later. But like God, shit, like damn. five and some change later, that bitch still it's still moving too. Cause like I'm still getting royalty checks every fucking month. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And them bitches decent too. So. Listen, listen. Yeah. Turn it the fuck up, my nigga. Yeah, so. Turn it the fuck up. Yeah, but that was like the I would say that was the peak of my shit. And then after that, like the niggas start having problems and shit. Like, I'm not about to put his business out there, but he had his situation going on, and he tried to pull me in that shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm not even that kind of nigga, bro. So he like, man, well, 
this, that, this, that. So I'm like, man, listen, you, all right, you go handle that over there. I'm good. That ain't got shit to do with me. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be over here, nigga. So after that, it was like, shit, all the managers moved OT. One of them moved to Texas. One of them moved to uh, fucking uh, uh, Atlanta or some shit. He managing K. Michelle now. Mm. Or he was at one point, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, niggas, everybody just like, niggas got their little checks and shit and got the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, I'm in the hood, I'm stuck. Still got to resort to doing bullshit. So I just went to jail, damn near had a, a close call with the fraud and the guns. I'm doing the same shit. Mm. I'm just doing, I'm going back to what I know how to do. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, I'm doing other little job, contractor work. I'm doing everything. Like I said, my hands is in everything. But I'm like, man, fuck it, bro. I need that fast cheese. I had a daughter at the time, too. You know what I'm saying? So now I got my second baby. You know what I'm saying? My bill's not getting no cheaper and no less. Fuck it. I got to run this shit up. You know what I'm saying? So I started selling guns and shit. Like, the ghost guns with the switch, the switches that niggas talking about now. Right. I had that shit six, seven years ago. Okay. Oh, okay. So they had the, the, the Glock with the switch. Yeah. Like okay. niggas, niggas talking about all that shit. Yeah, A lot niggas, of these niggas cap anyway, but. You, we, we, and we know. Yeah. Like niggas don't, niggas wouldn't know what the, niggas would tell on everybody if they got caught with one of them bitches, bro. I got caught with three of them hoes. I got caught with an AR that I had made fully. You know what I'm saying? Like I milled out the, the, the uh, lower receiver and. Um, I drilled the, the sear, put the auto sear pin hole in it. Had all the shit ready to go, dog. A nigga told on me. I so, ain't gonna say who told on me, but a nigga told on me, and right. it was a nigga that was, you know. So, so, so for, for for those who don't know, for my audience who don't know, so you know, what I'm saying if y'all don't listen to young, that's all the, the young nigga rap niggas talk about is the, you know, what I'm saying the switch, mm-hmm. putting the switches on the guns. You know what I'm saying? So that turns your semi-automatic weapon into an automatic weapon. You know what I mean? This bitch rapid fire. Yeah. Pull the trigger once and that bitch blowing. You know what I'm saying? The mm. whole clip. You'll blow the whole 30 clip. You know what I mean? If you put the switch on the gun. So that's what he's talking about. So you started selling the ghost guns yeah. back in when? That was 15, 16. So, so 2015, 2016, you get into selling the ghost guns because you like, fuck it. So we've, we've had this super smash viral fucking hit. Mm-hmm. We all getting bread, but... What 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 dogs say? Uh, money break the crew up. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> to me like I feel like that's what happened. Like niggas got they check. See, this is the crazy shit about it. Niggas got all this money and was able to get the fuck on. But me, I don't need man. My shit was petty. I'm like nigga, I make this shit in the weekend swiping. Right. Like thirty bet thirty thousand ain't no fucking money right now, bro. Like I like I'll go out tomorrow and go make this shit in three hours, two hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? But see, when you been dealing with motherfuckers who ain't never seen those type of numbers, yeah. They you know what I'm saying? It's up to them. They like, oh shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Woo, woo. But, but what's crazy is them niggas was seeing money like that. I'm not gonna say it's all coming in at one in one whop like how we was getting it, but they was seeing money like that. Niggas was niggas had other shit going on too. You know what I'm saying? So, so it, I, I mean, so it had to be something else to break the team up. Then, so it, it, I don't it, know, man. It, it, it had to be something else. Yeah. It, if it's not the check, so the check coming, niggas. You know what I'm saying? I think it was Jim Jones. I used to say money ain't a thing till I blew up. Now money's everything, but the thing break the crew up. Yeah, like, break the crew you, up. you know what I'm saying? Like when niggas and Jay Z said it. You know what I'm saying? When you when you, when everybody broke, it ain't no issue. But when y'all niggas get money together, like nah, niggas. You know, Jay and Dane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We see it. As soon as the bag come, 
niggas part ways because niggas' true feelings come out. Yeah, for sure. And now niggas start feeling like, oh, nigga, I'm the man. I deserve more and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And like you say, dog in Texas, other nigga over here doing this. Yeah. You still in the hood. And now you don't got that backing. Yeah. Then had the biggest song of your career, and now you in the hood selling blickies. Yeah, see, and like, like okay, so I kind of, I think that the reason why niggas acted the way they act is because it was just like a clash of personalities. Like, everybody got different personalities. Me, I'm the same nigga regardless. Like, I'm the same nigga I was six, seven years ago, mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Like, of course, I'm a little more seasoned now because I got experience in certain shit. I done been through a gang of shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never switched sides. Or I ain't never changed hats or jerseys on no niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been the same nigga. I've been the same solid nigga, dog. I ain't never did no snake shit. I ain't never backed up no nigga. So, I'm like, why the like, shit, why the fuck would niggas do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would niggas just, you know what I'm saying, drop the ball and shit? Like, we had something good going. You know, like, I'll stop asking questions because I'm like, man, whatever, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? One nigga don't stop this show. Mm -hmm. Like, nigga, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to do whatever I got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to do this shit until I get right, and then I'm just going to back myself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it ain't no disrespect or no love lost towards, you know what I'm saying, my management and shit, but them niggas didn't really, they wasn't really working for me. Mm -hmm. And that was their job is to work for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you supposed to put me in situations. So how did you so how did you link up with this with this management team? See, if if it didn't grow organically, because it sounds like it it didn't grow organically. It, it kind of didn't, and Dusty kind of told me. My nigga Dusty told me like they was his managers. Okay, like they came to fuck with him when he got his deal. You know, what I'm saying when his situation when I'm out here came out. So, so after he got hot, yeah. he got to fucking with them. Yeah. So, so yeah, like so I ain't gonna say he got to fucking with them, but like they kind of was like there. For like right there at that point, like right when that shit went up. Right, right. So then, so then after that, it's like shit. I'm like, man, fuck it. I need managers, dog. But it was a conflict of interest. And he told us, he was like, don't sign to them, bro, because it's a conflict of interest. Like, nigga, nah, don't do that, bro. And I didn't, me not really understanding how the music business work, because it's still a business. It's absolutely a business. It's the first and foremost a business. <laughs> and niggas don't understand the dynamics of, they don't know nothing about that shit. Niggas think like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go sign this deal. You don't want a deal, my nigga. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't want a deal. They giving you a fucking loan. Mm, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. Okay, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. Oh yes, I'm gonna pull my punches. Then. Yeah, so, we gonna get there. So, so basically, dude telling me like, nah, don't sign to these niggas because you know what I'm saying it ain't nothing like that. Nah, bro, like they cool people and shit, but don't sign to them because it's a conflict of interest, dog. Like it's th that shit that's gonna fuck shit up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, all right, man. I hear what this nigga saying, but bro. I need to get in, you know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga work for Atlantic. The other nigga is cool with such and such. And this nigga, he got the whole club scene on Smash. So, nigga, we good. Like, I need to fuck with these niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, it ended up going to, you know what I'm saying, me signing a contract with them. And, you know, like, all the shit that I did really was local. Like, of course, I done met a bunch of niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Lil Duvals and Ludacris and, you know, T.I.'s, and I've met a lot of these niggas, like, if it wasn't for these niggas, I wouldn't have never met, Nip I met Nipsey in 2013, I was in the studio with Nipsey. Wow. Yeah, bro, like, you know what I'm saying, like, and that shit was like, he was just a young nigga thugging, bro, like, you know what I'm saying, he on this Crip shit out there in Cali, bro, we in North Hollywood at the studio, 
These niggas got Benz's, beam, no deals. These niggas, like, how niggas is in the city, you know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, Benz's, Beamers, Porsches, sitting on sitting on some shit. Right. And these niggas just out there like, yeah, bro, we just, this this how we fuck around. We just in the studio. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I met a lot of people, bro, and, you know what I'm saying, I, I owe that to my management. I owe that to, you know what I'm saying, to them guys and shit, like, you know what I'm saying? But they really, I feel like they didn't do everything they could have for me. Right. So, so, so what, what I meant when I said it didn't grow organically is because they, and, 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 you know, I don't know, and, and for y'all who don't know, this is, this is me and this brother's first, first encounter. I just met him today yeah, before for we sure. sat down for this interview. You know what I'm saying? So we, we have no prior history. Yeah. So, so this is all speculation, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying when I say it didn't grow organically is, it sounds like they didn't come from where you came from. And if they don't come from where you come from, then they will never understand you. Yeah, for sure. Our normal, a street nigga's normal is abnormal to niggas that's not from where we from. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So we really the same type of motherfucker because I'm the same nigga. And it's a gift and a curse, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't give a fuck what room I walk in. I don't give a fuck who come in this bitch. My mama and my kids can walk in. I'm the same nigga in front of everybody. That's how I'm supposed to be. Let the president walk in this bitch. I'm the same nigga. I'm not stepping in. I'm not I'm not switching up. Yeah, you authentic. You know what I'm saying? This is me. What you see is what you get. Yeah. That's a rarity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's real shit in, in a world... Full of fake shit. I'm gonna just call a spade a spade. In a world full of fake shit, being that genuine will hinder you. Yeah, for sure, it will. Like if you can't it, want you to fit in. If you can't and won't switch hats, depending on the situation, it'll hurt you. Oh yeah. Because you gonna stand out. Like the fuck is dog doing? But yeah. fuck y'all social norms. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna do my norm. Exactly, my nigga. F- fuck That's what this room calls for. I'm gonna be authentically me, regardless of the room. Regardless, regardless of the company. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 that's that's rare. So it sounds like your management just didn't understand the type of nigga you was and your background, and that's how things fell apart. I mean, that could have been that for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I still, you know, speak with one of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no bad blood or no shit. It's just like, shit, niggas ain't, niggas wasn't doing shit for me. So, I kind of was like, man, fuck it, whatever, bro. Like, I just stopped here. I don't need to do this shit right now. Right. I don't need this music shit. I want it. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, right. Because I, I done learned over my life, you know what I'm saying, these past 33 years, bro, I ain't going to say 33, but over at least the past 20-something years, I done learned so much shit, so many different skills, so that way, you know what I'm saying, I can get money in any season. Mm-hmm. It's a drought out here. Oh, y'all niggas not eating, but I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Can't nothing stop. I can't be boxed in. Nothing, bro. I can go fix a nigga car. I can build a nigga house. You want a gun? I can build you that too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, your, your computer broke? Oh, I'll fix that bitch. Matter of fact, I'll build you a computer. Whatever. Plumbing, right. oh, you, you, you need some pipe solder, you need some, some pecs put in, I got you. Rough carpentry, drywall, whatever. Right, okay. shit, mechanical engineering, goddammit. Yeah. I'm going to get to it. Yeah. So, boom, so we we, we going to backtrack a little bit. The height of your career, and then, boom, the team fall apart, and now you in the hood selling guns. Yeah. How did you get into selling guns? How did that come about? Man, so, man, I've always been a badass, man, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> for real, I got kicked out of Detroit public schools though. And like six from sixth grade, they was like, "Nah, nigga, we don't want you in none of our schools." So I end up going to uh, UAD Jesuit on Seven Mile. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All boys Catholic school and shit. Like my parents, like, "Oh yeah, we got something for your ass." <laughs> so my great grandmother, she paid my tuition. She was like six thousand a year. End up going there, and you know it's like it's majority white boys and Asians and shit. So, um. The white boys is different, bro. You know, they be off, they daddies be off in the guns and shit and all type of wild shit. So a nigga showed me this shit called the uh the anarchist cookbook, right? Well, okay. So so yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I heard yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So I'm like, shit, I'm like 12, 13, like, yo, I know how to make a bomb now. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, I know how to, you know what I'm saying, hack phone lines and shit like that. So, um, like we had, it, it was mandatory to take HTML class. Like I had to program websites in tw- in uh, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Like we had to. So now I know how to hack and shit too. I'm learning like the little basics of hacking and shit. I know a little shit like that. So one day, one of these guys like, hey man, yeah dog, um, yeah man, like uh, this is how you make an AK-47 fully automatic. I'm like, man, what the fuck, like bro? Yeah, I need parts of that. Right. What the fuck? Like, just out out the blue, dog. Like, I guess he figured some shit out, and he just was so ecstatic about the shit, he had to tell somebody. So, and we we in the, so it's, UAD is an academy in a high school. So, you got the 7th to 8th grade, then you got ninth through 12th, which is the high school. You know what I'm saying? So, they kind of got a separate, but we still see each other in the hallways, whatever. Mm-hmm. Man, I seen this nigga after school, and he talking crazy like this. I'm like, yeah, bro, I need, uh, I need parts. So, he gave me the Anarchist Cookbook. Man, I went and downloaded, you know, LimeWire was popping back then. So I ended up getting some shit off LimeWire. I got a bunch of different shit, army manuals, uh, armorer's manuals to take guns apart, clean them, you know, service them. From then on, I was like, man, my daddy had gave me a gun almanac when I was younger, like, man, probably like eight years old, eight, nine years old. And that's where my infatuation, you know what I'm saying, with guns came from. Mm-hmm. Like, my it was my dad's fault. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and say it's nobody, it's that nigga fault. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So he gave me the gun out. This shit was like, you know, the phone books. Right. Well, a motherfucking almanac. Yeah, that bitch thinking shit. That bitch was thinking shit. That motherfucking three, four inches thick. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I'm watching all these movies with, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was my favorite actor at the time. Okay. And he from Austria. Right. That's where Glocks is. That's the, you know what I'm saying? The right. origin that, of Glocks. That's where Glocks are made, Austria. So. Right. I'm like, damn, let me go in here and see if they got them guns that Arnold be using in the movies and shit. And sure enough, they had, oh, I'm talking about every Glock. Glocks, they don't even sell over here in America. Like, they just brought the 380 Glock over here, and it's a little baby compact, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, some little tiny shit you could put in your boot down there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they had all that shit. It was certain guns that, you know, like, um, that they had in there, they had all the shit broke down. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let me let me get off into this, man. I like this shit. This shit. <laughs> this is what like you know other kids they play video games that make them happy. That made me happy too, but not as happy as looking at them guns. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like that, bro. That shit was. So you got in. So so boom. Now that that that's your background. So boom. 2016. You. This is what you're doing. Oh yeah. This sure. is your motherfucking job. Yeah. Like, and and. What you 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 selling them in the hood? You you, so, you shipping them on T? What you doing? So yeah, a lot of them, them like a lot of them went to Chicago. A lot of them went to uh, Iowa. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of them went to uh 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 like Minnesota. They just went everywhere, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. And this is the shit I got jammed up for. So you know them niggas can't double back and listen. to Right, the right, right. That's that's what I'm saying. Motherfuckers yeah. in already, yeah. and, and we gonna get there too. Yeah, yeah. But see, motherfuckers don't understand the Iowa's and the Minnesota. Like motherfuckers don't understand. So it's like, boom, you got you got a city like Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Major city, big as hell, bunch of niggas into it. It's too much competition in Chicago. So what Chicago niggas would do is go take over places next door, like Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to slide right next door and go to Iowa because I'm the meanest nigga out here in Chicago. I'm a regular nigga. Oh yeah. And uh, in Iowa, I'm I'm the big bad wolf. Yeah. And, and in and, Chicago, niggas a little fish. And and when they go to like Des Moines or somewhere, nigga, they the big fish. They exactly. Shark. Exactly. You know exactly. I mean? I, I'm the big fish in a little pond. You know what I'm saying? I'm giving y'all niggas the game. I'm I'm telling y'all niggas how it's gonna go. Woo woo. And ain't nobody on what I'm on. So that's why the work will will go to these little small towns. But when the bad go there, you already know the guns got to go to protect it. Oh yeah. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we had niggas inquiring about that shit from down there. Like, man, what's up, bro? Like, word got down there. Man, what's up? We need that. <laughs> we need that. We need the, you know what I'm saying, the straight fully and the switches. So mm-hmm. I was making all that shit in my dining room, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Right hand of God, bro. I was doing that shit at my dining room table. My girl hated that shit. Like, bro, I had guns around, car parts around, all type of shit. Just scat, man. My crib looked like a fucking warehouse. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I had shit stacked up in that bitch. Wow. Yeah, I'm working on maybe like five, six guns at a time, dog, making them bitches fullies. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it got to the point where that's all I did. Like, I went to sleep on the couch downstairs in my living room, right across from the guns, woke up in the middle of the night, fuck with them bitches, go upstairs, go to sleep, get up in the you know what I'm saying, get up again, come back downstairs, fuck with some shit. You know what I'm saying? This mm. shit was easy, but... You know what I'm saying? Like, I really ain't had no business doing that shit, bro. Like, I just, because I ain't never think about, like, the detriment that it would cause. Like, kid, little kids getting fucked up by this right. shit. You, right. You're not thinking about the other side. <laughs> nah. You're thinking about, you, you know, your benefit. You yeah, know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm just trying and to, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to make sure that I'm straight, that I, you know what I'm saying? I can put some cheese up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, just real quick. So, wh- when you first started getting into guns, like, how did you get the word out that you could do this shit? Like, where did your demand come from? Well, I, you know, I got a lot of, like, most of my friends is not the same age as me. Like, most of my niggas is older niggas. You know what I'm saying? Same. Because, you know what I'm saying, the, the young niggas, the niggas want to fuck hoes. Part, I did all that shit already. That shit is dead. It's You can't benefit from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Bitches out here zapping niggas up. You know what I'm saying? I'm straight. Bro. I don't need none of that shit. So, my old niggas, they, all they want to do is get money, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? All they want to do is get money and, and maybe and just ch- chill vibes. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I want. So, shit, hey, bro, listen. I know you, you know, you got this going on and shit, you know, but I got this going on. If you know somebody, nigga, like, nigga, what? Nigga, give me one of them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, he get one. He goes to his man. He go in a hood. <laughs> His man's like, I want one. Matter of fact, nigga, I need a long one and a little one. Pocket mm-hmm. rocket. You know what I'm saying? A pocket rocket. Okay. All right. Shit, I got that laying around right now, huh? Give me this, that, this, that for it. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like, shit, it's going like that on this end. But then I also got a nigga that's involved in music that's 
oh, yeah, bro, I, I got this and that, man. We can get this and that. So I'm like, man, I hear you, dog. So I, I give him some. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I foot the bill on the shit. Here, I give them to him. I'm like, all right, go make that shake. So he goes and makes the shit shake. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. All right. Well, he like, yeah, I got niggas in gun clubs and this, that, this, that. I'm like, okay. All right. So I start putting shit together for him. And then around that time, that's when uh the feds hit my dough and shit. So I'm like, man, all right. I know what it is. I wasn't sure, but I kind of had this idea in the back of my mind. Like, yeah, this nigga has something to do with this shit. Because mm. I know my old nigga, my old head nigga. Like he tied in with these street let these legends and shit. He wouldn't do no shit like that. That's a fucking fact. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause he too close. I know where this nigga lay his head. You know what I'm saying? I know where his family, all that shit, bro. He wouldn't do no shit like that. And sure enough, it wasn't him. It was the other nigga. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But they was they niggas was moving shit though. Them bitches was getting gone. Right. So, but but at this time, it ain't no music. You're not thinking about music. Like at this point, bro. I was making like maybe one beat a day. Mm. When I was at Capitol Park Studio, down there at Wine Studio, like he told us, like, man, y'all can have this bitch, dog. Just don't bring no guns and no drugs in this bitch, cause I got my situation right now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. This y'all shit, nigga. The water bill, forty thousand, nigga. This, that, this, that. The piece of place downstairs. The nigga wine on the whole building. This bitch is in the middle of the financial district, bro. They don't even want him to have this shit, so. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But he got it. He like, yo, here y'all can have this y'all shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So I was living down there when I was living at Capitol Park. I had a crib on school crib. I had a crib. Renting the upstairs out to my auntie. Downstairs empty. I could have went I went home to sleep sometimes and washed my ass, but we had showers in, in the studio. Mm-hmm. Kitchen, everything. We was living in that bitch, bro. Man, I used to make about. At least ten beats every day when I was in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's other niggas down there like they just want to fuck hoes all day. Cause when you when you in that circle right there that we was in, oh yeah, the bit yeah. Anybody that come through getting slayed, oh yeah. Any one of them, it don't matter. Oh fuck yeah, stop so, playing. So so at that point, like I'm like nah man, fuck it. I got my one room. I'm fucking with this one. Ch- I'm like on some like exclusive shit for real. Like not, I ain't gonna say exclusive, but I'm, you know, I got my my little roster, my two or three, no more than that. All the new ones, I'm straight. I ain't, I ain't really trying to do that. I can't, I ain't got time to take on no more. Cause if I fuck with you, then I can't be over here working on my shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I fuck with you, and then go fuck with her, and then and then go fuck with the other one. No, nah, I can't do that, bro. Like that ain't never been me. Right. It's it's just take too much energy and time to to do all that. So. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I fell off though. Once I started doing this music shit, dog. I mean, the, um, the gun shit. Like the music shit, kind of like was like in the back on the back burner. Okay. I'm doing one beat a day, two maybe. Okay. You so know. boom. When did you? So when did you know, or did you know before they actually came to you that the feds was on you? Man, I had no fucking idea. You had no idea. Like okay, so on my block, my neighbor, the nigga don't drive or nothing. Like, he, he the same age as me. He don't drive. He don't even have no license. But he walk. This nigga, like, he like Tariq St. Patrick. That nigga get anywhere he got to go on feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see the nigga, he'll walk down to the corner and shit. You blink, this nigga on Grand River and Greenfield. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, he used to always tell me, like, hey, hey, Dave, man, the, 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 
police out here, man. I think that's the feds. And I'll come look. I know what the feds look like. I know what the task force. I know what the marshal. I know what all them niggas look like because I done seen my older niggas go through all this shit. I look out. Man, nah, bro. Them niggas, that's a private investigator or some shit. I ain't no police. You know what I'm saying? Sure enough, it's a private investigator. They looking at somebody else. They ain't even looking at me. And I might see somebody down the street. Bitch, car done got repo. She done try to shoot at the repo, man. The police done came. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I ain't know them niggas is on me. I would have knew, but I'm going to tell you, the morning that I went out, I, I mean, that I got up. So, so look, this is what happened. I had this one, uh, it was this one bitch that I was fucking, right? This stripper. And the bitch was crazy, bro. She used to snort so much cocaine that she didn't know what, like, she was bipolar, dog. Like, she'd be blowed as hell trying to fucking fight me. Then, like, she blink her eyes and now she like, oh, babe, come upstairs and me suck your dick and this, that, this. I'm like, <laughs> come, come fuck me, dog. Typical come, shit. Yeah, like, like I'm like. Typical crazy shit. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, I ain't never dealt with this shit in my life. So I'm like, bro, what in the fuck? But she used to pop up in my crib at like 3, 4 in the morning banging on my door. She might even have another bitch with her. Like, she one time she popped up, I had the rain doorbell and shit, so. Nigga, she popped up with a white girl. Badass white girl. She a stripper, too. I ain't going to say her name, but niggas know who she is. You know what I'm saying? Bro, they at my crib, bro. I swear to God, on my porch, nigga. Banging on my door. Boom, 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 boom. They drinking liquor. You could tell they high as hell. I'm like, dog, this bitch about to... I can't open the door because the bitch crazy, dog. And don't tell her what she going to do with this bitch. So I just left her. So, fast forward. Like, to, this is the summertime. That shit happened with her. Fast forward about five months, six months. It's uh, January 2018, mm -hmm. like 6 o'clock in the morning. I got some pit bulls outside. They barking like a motherfucker, but they do that when the niggas come up and put the little hand bit, the little papers and shit on your, you know what I'm saying, on your rail and this shit, rubber band to your rail. My dogs do that shit all the time. Bro, I'm drunk as hell. You know what I'm saying? I woke up with a hangover. I'm fucked up. My girl hit me like, hey, nigga, get up. Somebody at the door. I'm like, what the fuck is you talking about, man? I hear it. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, my God. First thing I'm thinking, this this crazy stripper bitch. Right. Man, I got a, a three-round burst that I made. You know what I'm saying? I built this gun, this, uh, this M16. Shoot three shots every time you squeeze the trigger. This is my pride and joy, bro. This I, this bitch stay next to the bed. They got the drum in it and everything. And it's little, too. It's it's a ten and a half inch barrel. It's got a, uh, you know, the, the, the gun manufacturer, uh, FN. Mm -hmm. So the, the barrel was made by FN. So it was a high, a tight tolerance barrel, like high precision. But it was short, ten and a half inches. Man, I had that bitch next to the bed. I get up, run up to my front. I got, uh, my crib was set up like a two-family flat. Because when I was a kid, my dad rented the upstairs out to one of my uncles and shit. So I got a living room upstairs, too. Man, I go up to the living room, you know what I'm saying, to the to the front uh, window. I move the drapes and shit. I see cars and shit scattered all over the street. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I had to, like, close my eyes, rub my eyes and shit. Like, man, what the fuck? Who the fuck they looking for? It was an accident or something? What the fuck? I see police cars. Man, I see a nigga run across my front lawn with the military gear on with a big-ass gun. I'm like, man, what the fuck? So then a flashlight just beamed me in my eyes, like, we got movement upstairs. 
they like, police, police. Boom, boom, boom. They beat my door down. I'm like, man, what the fuck, bro? Like, oh, my God, bro. I don't got time to do nothing. My living room, dining room full of guns and shit. Mm. I got bullets. I got stacks of fucking money laying around. I swear to God, bro, this shit was like some shit off a movie. So I tell my girl, I'm like, I'm like, bitch, get up. Put some clothes on. Nigga, I try to creep around, peek around the corner and shit. Like, my, my upstairs, I got three little window panes of glass at the top of my door. It's a custom door. Like, shit. $2,000 door. They split that bitch in half. <laughs> they hit that bitch with that battering ram. That bitch split right down the fucking middle, bro. They seen me. I try to slide down the steps real quick. I'm like, fuck, I can maybe throw some of them guns in the vent real quick. Man, I try to creep down the steps, bro. Them niggas like, top of the stairs, top of the stairs. I'm like, oh, shit, I got the fall. Fall down the fucking steps and shit. By the time I get to the door, like, I'm panicked. I'm like, all right, I'm opening. They hitting that bitch, though. I'm like, I'm opening the door. I'm opening the door. They still hitting that bitch. That bitch split. Boom. They kick it in. Boom. Nigga come in. All I remember is the 10 Glock. Them bitches weren't even out yet. They was only for law enforcement. The all 10, it was a Glock 19X. That bitch come in. FBI, turn around. Let me see your fucking ass. I'm like, bro, turn around. Step back. I'm like, it's glass. I don't bust it. Step the fuck back. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> At this point, bro, I'm cooked. I, I ain't any shit I can do. I got all the guns on the table, all that money. I got credit cards and shit. I got the credit card machines in the basement. Bro, I'm fucked. I'm no, I know I'm fucked. Mm. I'm like, damn, bro, I'm cooked. You know what I'm saying? I tell my girl, like, babe, it's the police. Put some clothes on. So... She come down the steps, whatever. They take me, throw me in the back of the DPD car. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it's like four different, you know what I'm saying, law enforcement agencies that came. It was the ATF, FBI, VCTF, which is the, uh, it's a joint like uh, task force between the DPD and the FBI. And right. then they had regular DPD. So they all there. They put me in the back of a car. It's cold as fuck. It's winter. It's January 17, 2018, bro. It's cold as fuck. It's snow on the ground. I ain't got shit on but some underwear and some hoop shorts. Why? They put me in the back of this car. I'm shaking like a fucking stripper. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, I'm like, damn, dog. Like, I'm in, I'm in this shit for real. Like, it ain't even no getting out of this shit. It's no getting out of this shit. So, you know what I'm saying? I had to take my lick. Okay. So, boom, they come get you. They hit you. You know, run through the crib. Do they, you know, pr- you know, typical shit. Yeah. Collect everything they collect. Yeah. And so... When you, you know, you know, go through your processing and all that shit, your booking and all that shit, mm-hmm. boom, arraignment, get your attorney and you get your discovery package. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's shit, I've been, I been there. Yeah. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So you get your discovery package, your lawyer hands you your discovery, and you know what you're facing. Yeah. What are your thoughts in that moment when you like, oh, shit, this is, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't going to cap. My shit was attempted murder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When when you know, I do what the fuck I do and what what damn, I don't even I've been home ten years. So I do what I it, it was twenty it was two thousand and four mm-hmm. when I when I caught my case. Mm-hmm. So I got sentenced in two thousand five. I went to prison in two thousand five, right? So it was two thousand four when I went, you know, when I did what I did, I caught my case. But I'm sitting in my lawyer's office, you know what I'm saying? I I done been to the precinct, I get bonded out. I'm in the county. Mm-hmm. I get bonded out. My mom and shit bond me out. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I've been calling like a motherfucker. I got some money put up. I'm a dope boy. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. go to the apartment, get the money. Ooh, come get me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boom, they come get me. 
And I'm, I am I meet my lawyer. My mom hired my lawyer. I didn't know this nigga. I didn't know nothing. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't she, know his bad average or none of that shit. I don't know nothing about this nigga. She done went through somebody. Oh, my son in trouble. Woo, woo, and hired this nigga. All right, this is dog. Mm-hmm. Dog throw the discovery on the motherfucking table. This is what we looking at. This is what the fuck they got against you. This is what they going to use. This is everything they going to use. The discovery. For people who don't know, the discovery package is what the prosecution has to present. So you, ha- your, your, you, the defendant, and your your legal team has to know everything that the prosecution is going to use against you in court. Exactly. All the fucking witnesses, all the evidence, all the testimony, anything from the police investigations, everything. It's, it, it can't be no surprises in the courtroom for the defense. Yeah. So that's why they call it a discovery. You know what I mean? So, boom, you get the discovery package, and you like, this is what the fuck I'm up against. What are you going through mentally? Man, mentally? So, look, I'm going to tell you like this. I had, right here was braided at the time. Actually, no, I went, when, I, when they came, I had an afro. And I met a vice lord nigga in there. He was cool as hell. And we had mutual friends out here. So, the nigga was like, man, give me some commissary, bro. I'll braid your hair, you know what I'm saying, lunchtime and shit. You just sit on the table, shit, I'll braid your hair. So he, you know, saying he didn't be six to the back and shit, and I they I got that call. My lawyer was out there, so I wanted to go see the nigga. He like, man, what the fuck you done? Is my lawyer is 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 damn near family, you know what I'm saying? This one of my dad good friends and shit. So, um, this nigga uh, his name Daniel Reed. In case anybody wanna, you know, need a ne- need a good attorney, good attorney, great attorney, Daniel know? Reed, Daniel Reed. He 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 do state shit and federal shit. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. So, um. So, yeah, so read, like, man, the fuck you done did to your hair, man? Like, we about to go in front of this judge. Like, you look like a fucking thug. This shit is not helping. I'm like, man, what you got, man? He like, man, all right, well, this is the criminal complaint. So, I read the criminal complaint. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, how the fuck did they get on me from, like, what's going on, man? He like, man, what you was thinking? I'm like, man, Whatever, dog. Like, yada yada yada. We, okay, we talk about that shit later. So, what this shit looking like? He like, man, I'm gonna try to get you bond. Went to my bond hearing. They was like, is y'all fucking serious? This nigga got caught with all these, at least ten different identities. <laughs> this nigga <laughs> can make a new identity and disappear if we give him bond. Oh, you know, we'll, 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 uh, you know, what I'm saying this was a ma- this was the magistrate. This wasn't even the judge. Right. You know? The you know ma- right. Right. So, the magistrate like, nah. Fuck no, nigga. You can give us your passport. We still ain't going to let your ass out of here. So I'm like, damn. So he like, all right, well, um, you know what I'm saying? I'll holler at you in a couple weeks once I know some more. But uh, right now, they don't really got too much but the guns that was on the table and the credit cards. So I'm like, all right. So I'll wait. I'm sitting in the county. Like, you know, they got the, the county's got the federal contracts and shit. So, um. You know, they got me up in, uh, I was in Dickerson for like a couple days. Then they moved me to Livingston, which is in um, fucking Howell, Michigan. You know, up there where the alleged KKK headquarters. Absolutely. So, Howell. Absolutely KKK. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that I was up there. I'm like, damn, what is about to be like in here? It's about to be a bunch of white, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying, ABs, Aryan Brotherhood niggas in here. Man, I hope not, man. So I get on the pod. You know what I'm saying? I hit the pod, bro. They like. Man, this shit is like, it, I ain't gonna lie, it's lit in that bitch. 
Like, niggas is having their way in that motherfucker. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, I'm cool, man. Hardly any white guys on this bitch. Like, and it definitely not no niggas that's just, you know what I'm saying, just blatantly racist out here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm in there. Man, lawyer end up coming. Like, all right, here go the, uh, so yeah, here go your indictment. Here go the discovery page. So he gave me my discovery. I read through it. I'm like, damn, dog. I'm looking at these different charges. So I got, at this point, I got six different charges. Mm-hmm. I got 922G, felon in possession of a firearm. 922O, fe- uh, uh, possession of machine guns. Mm-hmm. Um, I got another charge for, uh, I got two wire fraud charges. You know what I'm saying? For the credit card machine. For the credit, no, I, I had ordered some shit online. So if you do any fraud on through through like the phone, you you can say some shit. You can speak the numbers on the phone. They hitting you with wire fraud. Okay. You okay. type, you punch the numbers in. Any of that you getting wire fraud. Okay. It's just the use of any type of communication device to to commit fraud. Okay. So you can fax some shit over wire fraud, and that shit carry up to thirty years. Right. So. I'm not looking at the zero to 30. I'm looking at the 30. 30. That's it. That's <laughs> you know all the saying? fuck I see. So I'm like, oh, shit, bro. Like, my heart fell on my stomach, bro. I damn near shit on myself when I seen that shit. I'm like, man, what the fuck? I ain't even killed no nigga. It's niggas in here killed niggas. They about to get out, and they been in this bitch fighting their case for five years. If they take a plea for 15, them niggas will be home in, like, another six, seven years. Flat out, yeah. Because, you know, because in the feds, you got good time. Right, right. So I'm like, damn, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, listen. Not not to interrupt. No, hey, killing niggas ain't as bad as you think, man. Mm. They booking niggas for a lot more time than what. Sometimes you got to just kill a nigga. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? But no, that's, that's G shit. Like, Real you shit. know what I'm saying? Like, it just was like, it was crazy seeing them numbers, bro. Like, once I seen that. Like, okay, so I got my original indictment and my d- discovery packet. Then once I end up getting, um, they just bounce you around from federal county, you know what I'm saying, like county to county. They move you around, diesel therapy. Keep doing that shit to try to fuck you up. Your lawyer can't drive all the way to Huron County, which is in Bad Axe. That's in the, th- the tip of the thumb of Michigan, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit four hours away. Mm-hmm. My mama used to live in Pittsburgh. That shit was three and a half hours damn near. So I can get to Pittsburgh faster than I can get to Bad Axe, Michigan. Right. Man, they had me up there, man. My lawyer, I seen my lawyer two times, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was there for about six, seven months. And that's what they want. That, that's yeah. that's exactly what the fuck they want. Yeah, that's what they wanted. So but I ain't going to lie. My girl, she came every week. Every weekend, she came. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? She drove them far. And you got to take Van Dyke all the way out. That bitch go all the way down there. Van Dyke. Man. I seen them numbers on that paper, man. I seen the, uh, I had a, ma- no, so look. I see them, the 30s, 30, 30. The maximum was 30, but all this shit is concurrent. Mm-hmm. Everything run concurrent. Everything run concurrent. So the max was going to be 30 regardless. Right, like, not consecutive. Not consecutive. Consecutive, for those of y'all that don't know, means you got to do this time first, and then consecutive, okay, they give you two, they give you two years, okay, you got to do another two years consecutive. That means you got to do four years total. Right. So, boom, I have to complete the time on this case before I do the time, before I even start the time on the next charge. Exactly. Right? That's what consecutive means. I do the two years over here. Then I got to do five years over here. Then I got to do six years over here. That's what consecutive means. Concurrent means I'm going to take all these charges and whatever the most time is, I'm going to do that time and that's it. That's it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
So that it's the same shit that he was explaining in when Denzel and Malcolm X, when they was like, you know, all of those times, that he, and you know, and Shorty thought I had 148 years when it turned out he only did eight years. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, because the time was ran concurrent. Yeah. but go ahead. Yeah, so so uh, like once I seen him, I like I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm I'm telling my lawyer like, man, what the fuck is this? He like, man, that's just the maximum. You're not gonna get that because the way that all this shit goes is they have what's called your criminal history cat, uh, category mm-hmm. and your guidelines. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, right. uh, your offense level, rather. So that will de- determine your guidelines, which is, you know what I'm saying, your uh, recommended sentence. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about, bro. I see 30 years on that bitch. Like, am I going to get 30 years? He's like, no. He's like, we're going to try to get you two years. I'm like, you give me two years for this shit? For right. For all the shit that you t- you talking about, you can tr- try to give me two years? Come on with it. Yeah, so I'm like, shit, come on with that shit, dog. I'm like, man, I'm not telling on nobody. I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm not telling on nobody, bro. All right, that, that ain't shit got to do with them. Shit I got going on don't got nothing to do with nobody else. So, come on. If you can give me two years, come on. I'm I'm, I'm thugging in this bitch. Fuck it. I'm about, to, I'm about to come home. I'm about to come crip, nigga. I'm about to fucking come blood or some <laughs> shit. Fuck it. I'll be that bitch. Just, I'm bidding now. Right. So now I've been that bitch fucking with gang niggas and shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm just thugging. But, you know what I'm saying? They got to the point where I was like, damn, bro, like, I'm really going through this shit. Once I heard of two years and then niggas got to telling me, like, oh, bro, this your first time? Oh, nigga, you going to the camp, too? And, nigga, oh, nigga, oh, you about to get two years, bro? I'm like, damn, for real? These niggas know what they talking about. <laughs> I'm thinking you, you can't listen to them jail niggas, bro. Right. You cannot listen to no jail niggas. Definitely don't listen to them niggas. And I know young niggas, at least. If you, some certain old niggas that know, they, you know, they done did biz before, they know what they talking about and shit. So, so, so let me get, let, let, let me get a listeners a little more game, right? So if you've never been through the system, right? So my first time ever being in trouble with the law on some serious shit, minus some tickets, was my felony that sent me to prison, right? Attempted murder. That's the first time ever. That was my first fucking case, right? But you got to understand, the prosecutor wasn't there when I shot this nigga. Right. He wasn't there. He don't know what the fuck happened. Don't know what the All the fuck happened. they know is the police investigation report, right? So, boom, the police, the police get called, the police come out, they do their investigation, they canvass the block, they take whatever physical evidence they can, co- which is actual shit you can touch, physical evidence and shit you can touch, shell casings, you know, if you left, you know, whatever the fuck, clothing, anything that you left on the scene. Blood, Fingerprints, anything. blood, that, that's physical evidence, right? Yeah. But everything else is called secondary evidence, which is witness testimony. Yep. Oh, I Miss Jones was on her porch and she saw it. Mr. Johnson was down the block and he heard the shot. So I'm going to take all of this secondary evidence as well, right? So they take that and what they do is they compile a story of what they believed happened. Which actually might not be what happened. Ain't what the fuck happened (laughs) at all. Which is why I only did five years for my attempted murder. Because the story they came with was not what the fuck actually happened. Right. Y'all got a story, and my lawyer got a story. So, Because y'all got to tell y'all story to my lawyer in the discovery. You got to tell me what story y'all came up with in my discovery package. During my trial, because I'm, I'm not taking a cop. Mm-hmm. We go on the trial, but you got to beat me upstairs. 
So you so boom, we go to trial, and the story that y'all have is not the story that actually happened, and only I know the fucking difference because my lawyer wasn't there either. Right. But I can tell him shit that the prosecutor won't know. And he can use that to better defend me, right? So that story that they come up with is all that they have, right? Boom, they come with that, and that's what you go to trial with, or that's what you take your cop with, or whatever, whatever. But like he said, the sentencing guidelines, right? So when I went to, uh, before my trial started, my judge did not want a trial because I, uh, I went to trial in December of 2004. It was like literally like six days before Christmas. My judge did not, he he was like, listen, I don't, this ain't what the fuck I want to be doing with my holiday time. Right. You know, going through this nigga's trial. Like, uh, can we go downstairs and see if we can come up with yeah. the deal? The day my trial started, he he sent us back downstairs. The prosecutor offered me, so you got to understand, my first cop was for, you know, attempted murder. That's the charge. Right. The first cop was like 15 to 20. Fuck no. Fuck you. And I ain't never been in trouble before a day in my life. Y'all want me to just go to jail for 15 years? Suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? So no. Then they came back. They was like, all right, we'll do 12 to uh 10 to 15. I told them no. Fuck you. Boom. My lawyer was Michael Sharp. So in case anybody need Michael Sharp, look him up. He's still practicing law. Uh, he was like, no, we're not taking that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, boom, the day the trial was about to start, nigga. We we about to do jury selections. We about to go through the whole shit. So the judge like, listen, go back downstairs, see if y'all can come with a deal. They offered me three to five. That's when I knew the prosecution case wasn't really shit. Y'all offering me three years on an attempted murder? Yeah, they just want a conviction. All y'all want is a conviction, which is why the feds got a 98% conviction rate because most motherfuckers... Ain't going to take it to trial. Most motherfuckers going to take the cop. So if I take the cop, that means I just agree to whatever. Boom, I'm going to say guilty and woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. My, my, uh, so when we go downstairs, my lawyer, Michael Sharp, he like, you want to go to jail for three years? I said, no. He like, shit, beat us upstairs. And we go back upstairs. I end up getting getting convicted anyway, but I still I got five to 15. Right. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, I'll take the extra two to to try my luck, bitch. Yeah, I'll, yeah. you fuck out of here. Hell you, yeah. I was twenty one. Yeah, come on, come on, you know, beat me upstairs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, shit, but so listen, man. Uh, I'm I, listen. I'm not telling anybody to break the law. I'm not telling anybody to be <laughs> criminals. Not. That's no. not what we're advocating here. But we're just giving y'all some game on how. The legal system works. I've yeah. been through it. This brother's been through it. So, shit, we can tell you. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was like a surreal experience, though, you know, going through that. So, like, once I seen all them numbers, man, I'm like, bro, my life is fucking finished. Mm-hmm. 30 fucking years. How old were you at the time? I was uh 29. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I had never been in trouble. I caught a pistol case, but... Like I stated before, that was like, you know, over some fluke shit. And, you know, I, I I didn't even get probation for that. My judge was like, this case is some bullshit, but I copped out. So mm-hmm. what ended up happening, they just gave me a felony. I had to pay $700 in Oakland County, and that was what it was. You know what I'm saying? No right. probation. I just got a paper felony. No nothing. No you nothing. Just, It's on your record, right? Yeah, it's on my record. So the judge, she even looking like her name is Shalina Kumar. I'll never forget her because she was like, 
like really she wanted to throw that shit out, but she couldn't mm-hmm. because the evidence was right there. They got my gun. The bitches registered to me. I just don't got a CPL. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the gun was in my man's car, and he told them. Not, he didn't tell them on purpose, like, this thing with my man's. Like, he just was like, man, yeah, man, we was this, that, we, 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 we. He said, we. You know what I'm saying? And they separated us, so I didn't have a chance to tell him, like, bro, don't say nothing about the gun. You got a CPL. In Michigan, in the state of Michigan, if you are a CPL holder, you can legally possess anyone's firearm as long as it's registered in the state of Michigan. Mm. So, I'm, I know all the gun laws and shit because I'm a gun nigga. Right. Been I, a gun nigga. Been a gun nigga. I know I can go to jail for 10 years, up to 10 years for these fully automatics, but I don't give a fuck. I'm playing with this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't bust that niggas with them bitches and everything. Niggas like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas got choppers and shit. They got, well, they got AR-15s and shit, but they got store-bought shit that's semi-automatic. They don't, they like, yo, this nigga busting at us with a Glock like that, nigga? No, Leave him alone. <laughs> right. Go that. Let's go that way. Right. You know what I'm saying, but, but yeah, man. Like, you know, what I'm saying, them numbers kind of fucked me up. It crushed me, bro. Like, but, but back to what I was saying about the braid. Like my hair braided and shit. So I had braids, bro. I, them bitches was like lifting off my motherfucking scalp. I was stressing so much, my hair started falling out. Like I could pull a whole braid from the front to the back, lift that bitch right up off my shit, like it was glued on. Mm. I started losing hair. I got skinny as hell. Like I was already a slim nigga. Like never under one, like one sixty. But in that bitch, I was like one thirty five, bro. Like I was stressing. Yeah, that that'll do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm all, I'm like, damn, bro, my bitch probably out here fucking niggas and shit. <laughs> Like, I was one of them. Like, listen, I, just, I got in my head, though. But see, listen, listen, listen. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not yeah. laughing at you. But that's some real shit. Yeah. That's what the fuck motherfuckers thinking about in that situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got to, you know what I'm saying, got to not forget that it's real people going through this shit, bro. Oh, nigga, these niggas fucking my bitch, yeah. my mans, and them, these niggas done. This bitch that ran off with my money that I had stashed at the crib. All, all of these all thoughts are going through your mind. All that, bro. For real, so, for real, like, my nigga. I'm like, Trust shit. me. Like, so, so uh, my nigga Mac Nichols, like, he, one day he pulled up. We went to the, uh, to the little bar and shit. Like, he pulled up uh, him and some of my other niggas and shit. We, we rode to the bar and shit. Like, I'm like, damn. I got to go back in the crib, bro. I ain't got enough money to hang with y'all niggas right now. Because these rich niggas, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, i like, fuck it. I got a stash spot in the crib. But my stash is like, it's a one way. Like, I can put money in, but I can't take money out. I got a hole, literally a hole in my fucking wall, bro, where I'm dropping. I put my bands in some plastic, drop them in that bitch. And I'm just running. It's like a piggy bank. Only way I can get out, I got to tear my fucking wall out. Right. Man, I go up in that bitch. I'm like, dog, I'm, I'm just on some like, yo, I'm like damn near starstruck being around, you know what I'm saying, macking them. Because them niggas legends, too. Like, they been getting money. They Lodge Boys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody know Lodge Boys. Right, shit. right, so, right. I'm like, man, fuck that, bro. I got to go get some money. I can't come out the house with at least. You know, I can't, I can't come out the house with nothing less than 10000 But I'm like, nah, bro. I don't want to take 10 I risked a lot for that shit. So I took five. I kicked the wall in. Boom. Kicked the hole in. Boom, 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 boom. Some shit came down. I'm like, damn. I put my shit in. Every time I get $5,000, I put it in the wall. Shit came down. I'm like, yeah, let me take that. 
I go get in the car. Nigga asked Mac. I can't jump in the car. He like, damn, that nigga had to go get some money out the wall. You know what I'm saying? He knew what was up. You know what I'm saying? But them my niggas, man. The niggas wasn't like, you know, I told niggas what I had going on and shit, but one of them niggas gonna come to my crib, not knowing I had the guns I had. Right. I mean, it did, th- th- that's a given. I never got, bro, ain't nobody ever fuck with me. Some niggas stole, I had a Chrysler 300. I had a 2013 300 N13. Some niggas stole that bitch on my driveway, but them was some bum ass niggas. Right. They didn't know who I was. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. I had an SRTA Challenger. I, I used to leave the windows down in my driveway, bro, with my wallet in the car. Ain't nobody steal my shit. Right. Cause you know what I'm saying, like, and I used to bust shots off in the neighborhood just to let niggas know, like, yeah, this not the one to fuck with. Yeah, see, like, listen, bro, <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I'm saying. I I I've been in the game, you know, and, and I'm a little older than you. You know what I'm saying. You know, I'm, I'm a couple years older than you. So I've been in the game since I was literally 13 years old. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I jumped off the motherfucking porch, and the game ain't never done me wrong. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah. The game ain't never fucked over me. Ain't no nigga ever broke in my house. Yeah, ain't no nigga that. ever robbed me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, in the game. You know what I'm saying? That ain't never happened. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm this super tough-ass nigga. I'm this, this, that, and the third. But, I'm like I say, I, I see so much of me and you. I ain't never ran off on the plug. Never. It ain't a nigga in this city or in this fucking country that could say, Oh, this nigga owed me some money. That's a fact, nigga. Uh, nigga, fuck is you talking about, nigga? <laughs> That's a motherfucking fact. Ain't no nigga never fronted me. None of that. You, none, of none of that, that shit, shit, nigga. Yeah. My whole fucking life. Yeah. Now, mind you, did I get to millions selling crack? No. Nah. I, I I didn't make millions selling. And I know niggas that did trust me. My big homies, they made it there and beyond. Yeah. I ain't never made millions selling crack. But guess what? I was... At every party y'all was at with my couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts, though. I, I, I was at every club y'all niggas was at. You know what I'm saying? With my half a brick while y'all niggas owe 10 bricks. Yeah. I, I'm right here next to y'all. Yeah. I'm in the same pictures with y'all niggas. But guess what? I'm not fighting the indictments y'all niggas fought. You know what I'm saying? My, I ain't going through the same shit. Ain't, ain't no nigga never bust me in their head with the blicky and ran in my house. None of that shit. You feel me? Yeah, for sure. So my couple hundred thousand did me what the fuck it did me. You know what I mean? And nigga, if you, I, I mean, if you add up my crack lifespan, of course I've made millions. But that ain't the point. A nigga ain't never fucked with me in the street shit. And like I say, it ain't, oh, this nigga's a stone cold killer. It ain't none of that. Yeah. Because we all know anybody can get got. Yeah, but for sure. But I played the game the right way. When I was in the streets, I played the game the right way. Yeah. And that's why today I can go anywhere. I can go east, west, Dexter, seven mile, twelve street. It don't matter where the fuck we at. Same shit. You know bro. what I'm saying? And yeah, I ain't got to look. by them rules. You know what I mean? To. You have I ain't. To. I ain't never fucked over a nigga, and a, a nigga damn sure ain't never fucked over me. Yeah. And that and and that's just what it is. But. So we we know the history. Yeah. So let's talk about where you are right now. So you know that that shit situation happened. You went. You sat down. You did your time, which is why you can come on a podcast and talk about it. We ain't ignorant. Yeah. We right. not just sitting up here talking about a bunch of open cases. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah. We talking about some shit that's in this man's past. Some shit that this motherfucker done been to the joint for, did his time for, been convicted for, and now he's moving past. But 
I want to get on where you are today and what you're doing right now and for the future. Yeah, so, you know, it's a blessing to be home, man, you know. So when did you come home? Uh, I've been home for a year, man. I, I came home last February, February 16th. February 16th, yep. 2021. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I've been home for, you know, a little over wow. 13 months now. You know what I'm saying? Man. And, you know what I'm saying? It feel good. Like, at first, I was like, you know what I'm saying? When I came home, all I wanted to do was just work. You know what I'm saying? I had so much fucking energy, bro. Like, I was in that bitch. I got big as hell, strong as hell. Like, I, I used to lift weights and shit, like, just on some playing shit. But when I was in that bitch, bro. Like, I'm working out with legendary niggas, like real legends from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, my man had the first crack house in Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga old as hell. He down there 70 years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm with this nigga, working out with him and shit. Like, I got my body right, got my mind right, bro. I came home, like, you know what, bro? I ain't about to be on that bullshit. I don't have to because I'm one of the smartest niggas that ever came from the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not many niggas that can fuck with me on all these different shit. You know, it's just different shit that I do. Niggas can't, niggas not versatile like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I had to, and I had to, like, it gave me a chance to really, like, see who I was, dog. Because, like, I was kind of lost in the sauce, if you, you understand what I'm saying. like Absolutely. Absolutely. There was so much shit going on out here, like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm fucking with these bitches and shit, bro. I'm fucking with. With, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm buying shit, living beyond my means, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I done had Buffy's, Rollies, Chains, all that shit. That wasn't it. That shit didn't really, it, it didn't fit me. Right. Because you're not being authentically you. Exactly. You're doing the things that is popping, the shit that is trendy. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. But I was this trying to follow trends. Exactly. This ain't the shit that I actually enjoy. No, I don't enjoy You know that. what I'm saying? And my mans was getting money with me. Like, like, correction. I was getting money with him. Mm-hmm. He put me on. He didn't owe me shit. This nigga put me on, bro. We seeing at least 20000 every weekend. He like, here, bro. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with you, bro. You a real nigga. I'm going to put some money in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? You just come ride with me. We do this shit, this, that. I'm going to do this part. You do that part. Okay, say less. We had our system going on. Man, me and this nigga, made, I made so much money with this nigga. I made more money with this nigga than I ever made in my fucking life, bro, doing anything else. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, and this shit coming so quick, and we good. We, we got a system that's working for us, though. And nobody else, I guarantee, nobody else had this shit going on. Like, we the reason why... They, they, the shit fucked up because we fucked it up. We fucked it up for us because wasn't nobody else doing this shit how we was doing it. Like, we had an open lane. It was so green, bro. We could sit there for hours and just get money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's, it's really social engineering. Like, we, we know how to finesse. Right. We got the mouthpiece, so we can talk to, we can talk shit to a bitch. We can talk shit to a nigga. Oh, this nigga gay. I'm about to go act like I'm gay and get some money out this nigga. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this, that, this, that. You know what I'm saying? No offense to gay people. Like, I, I got gay friends and shit, too, but. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. Shout out, shout out to them niggas. Yeah, shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? So, I was just like, shit, man, listen. We about to go ahead and get this money. We going to act like we, you know what I'm saying? We interested in this nigga, so he let us slide these hundred cars in the fucking gas station. Mm-hmm. We in that bitch for two hours swiping cars. <laughs> <laughs> 
for two hours. You're like, I'm like, damn, bro. Like, we really just did this? Like, I, I know ain't no nigga did this before. For two hours, we in the same fucking gas station. We're going to run these bitches for 200. Then we're going to go down to 100. Then we're going to go down to 50. We're going to go to 25. We hit each of them bitches every time. Got everything out of each car that we could. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this shit was, it was so fucking crazy, bro. Like, I had a crazy run, man. Like, where I'm at now, though, that's the past, man. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at now with it, man, I'm back doing contractor shit. I'm back making about five, six beats a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking care of my family, my kids, my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, helping my dad. We own historical properties and shit. Like, we got historical landmarks. Like, we got a crib that was, the shit was built in the same year Detroit was founded. 17, yeah. Right, seven, what, 1708? 1701. Okay, 1701. 1701. Oh, wow. And and that's when the crib was built. Crib was built in 1701. Joseph Weber Mansion mm-hmm. in Brush Park. Man, listen. We're going to talk off air. I need to add it. I'm going to go, I'm gonna, I got to go see it. Yeah, for I, sure. I got to go see sure. it. Sure. We're going to talk off air, though. We're going to do that. We're going to do that later. Yeah, but sure. wow, that's amazing. Yeah, man. So that's what, that's what I've been on. Like, I've been. You know what I'm saying? Staying away from sucker niggas. Like, I don't hang out. Like, you know what I'm saying? One of my right-hand mans, he called me the other day. Like, man, look, bowling at 730, bro. Out here by you in the burbs. I'm like, I done moved out the hood. I sold the crib in November. You know what I'm saying? Last November. You know what I'm saying? Well, not this past November, but the, the November before, 2020, before I came home. Mm-hmm. Sold the crib and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, because um, I'm like, you know what? I can't be in the hood because too many niggas got access to me. See, and I mean, and well, not in the sense that like a nigga just pull up on nigga could just pop up, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I, I'm I get saying, you. like, but see, me, I, I'm a little bit the opposite. Like, I just moved back to the hood. Yeah. Like, where we're recording this fucking, you know, interview right now. Yeah, that's for sure. Like, nigga, I just left Harper Woods mm-hmm. to come, you know what I'm saying? Because this is the only place I feel comfortable. And look, bro, I I feel you, bro. So I'm right there with you. I so, want to move back to the hood, bro. When I so so when I moved to Harper Woods, right? Uh-huh. So I'm in Harper Woods, you know, got married, but you know, sold my house in the city, got married, moved out there. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'm gonna just walk to the gas station. You know how long it took me to walk to a fucking <laughs> gas station in Harper Woods, bro? Hey, duh. That shit took like twenty fucking thirty minutes to yeah. to, to find a gas station near me. Yeah, when you in the what? hood, it take my maybe five minutes. If, you, if that, if that, though, no. you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a gas station on every fucking corner. That's like, so it's just simple shit like that that I'm used to. And plus, I know the type of nigga I am. Mm-hmm. I only want to be around people that look like me. And this is just me. I'm not saying this is for everybody. Yeah. Because I had a homeboy. Now, my other nigga who was supposed to come on the podcast, but he didn't come for a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. This nigga, you know, he's a, you know, he, he do his thing. And he at the crib one day and he, you know, sleep, you know, because he works and he, you know, he, he works like a motherfucker. But he in the crib and it's the middle of the day, but he, he in there sleep. Yeah. Some motherfuckers breaking this nigga's house. Why he in the crib? Why he in the crib sleep? But because of his job, they don't know that he's there. They think he gone. Right. Because he be gone a lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say what the nigga do or why he be gone. But he be gone a lot. But they not thinking the nigga there. It's the middle of the day, probably 3 p.m. 
Damn. And, and he sleep in the house. He hears some motherfuckers in his house, but he sleep with the ten milli on the on, on the nightstand. Mm. Damn. These motherfuckers opened his bedroom door, and he said, he said out his own mouth, he said, "Listen, if I didn't think it was my cousin in my house first mm-hmm. and call my cousin's name." I'd have killed both of them niggas. But when I hear my door opening, I'm knowing this can only be my cousin. Yeah. You know, in my head, I'm asleep. But in my head, only my cousin would do this. Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nobody else this brazen. Ain't nobody else this brave to come through my motherfucking door in the middle of the day like that. Ooh. Mm. But he like, I say cuz name. And the nigga gets scared and turn around. He say, and I just started licking shots. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. With the 10 milli. But he had a Glock 20 or some tore shit. Tore the motherfucking <laughs> wall up. Jumped up out the bed. Tore the front door up. Mm. Tore the tree up. Tore the car up as it was pulling off. Yeah. For sure. the, say the, so, so shit. He, you know, I'm a homeowner. But whoa, these niggas broke my crib. He say, but, he say, nigga, when the police pull up, they asking him. What the fuck was you shooting? <laughs> yeah, that ten million bad bitch. He showed him like shit, nigga. This right here, yeah. and I, you know, and and after that, he moved to the burbs. But like I say, me, I just left the burbs mm-hmm. and moved back to the hood. And you know, like because this this is really the only place that I feel comfortable. And you know that that just may be me. I don't know what it is, but this is the only place that I feel comfortable. No, but you, I agree with you though. Like, and I feel the same way, but I got my girl, too, and my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, me, I came up from, like, being poor, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, thrift store shopping. And I right. was content with that. I was happy. I didn't right, give a right, fuck. Right, kids right. used to make fun of me at school. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't judge niggas based on what they got on or right. none of that type of shit, bro. I judge a nigga by what they say to me, what they talking about. The type of shit that they interested in, what they got going on for themselves, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't want my kids to, to, to like be in an environment, but they still gonna get it through me. They gonna get a little bit of it so they can understand. Like, listen, we not handicapped, we not silver spoon. You not about to just have shit. Hey, you can't expect in life for shit to be handed to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm ghetto enough for, for my whole family. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Trust you know me. What I'm saying? I, Trust me. I know exactly what you mean. So, so sometimes I got to control it. You know what I'm saying? I got to catch myself. Like, hold on, bro. Like, like you got to throttle that shit back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So Right. Like, um, But, like, yeah, my little daughter, man, I got two sons. Mm-hmm. I got a little baby that's two months. You know what I'm saying? Just dropped him. You know what I'm saying? He, shit, he going to get the, he going to get all of it. So, so you so you said something earlier that I want to touch on a little bit, right? Yeah. So you said the music business, it's no. a business, and they're not giving you, you're not signing a record contract, it's a loan. Yeah. So touch on that a little bit for the people listening that want to get in the game that don't know that, you know what I'm saying, give them that little bit of inf- inside information about the music business part and mm-hmm. the fact that, these mother that advance is alone, my nigga. Yeah, that advancement really is alone. So, essentially, a record deal is just a contract stating that we're gonna give you 
you just say X amount of dollars and you're going to give us 3X back or 4X or 5X back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe even 10X. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to give us X to the second power mm-hmm. back. You know what I'm saying? So when you sign a record contract, like, you know, you remember how back in the day you used to hear about them 360 deals and shit? Right. So basically, right. 360 degrees is in one circle. Mm-hmm. That means they hitting your ass 360 degrees. They getting a cut of your merchandise, everything you sell, all your shows, off all your tours, all your record sales, all your streams, everything. Right. They, they hitting you all the way around. Any any move you make to make money. They getting a part of it. I, I, I need a part of it until we recoup this times that. Yeah. Whatever okay. your uh, your contract, your agreement was for. Right. So, a lot of, you know, a lot of artists, they not even eating right now. You might think they eating, but no, that's the label's money that they spending. Them chains, all that shit, bro, like, when you really been in that shit and you, you, you met niggas and they told you the real, like, man, listen, bro, these cars and shit, this, they shit. They, they got fleets, bro. Lambos, Rarys, Rovers, Rolls Royces, all that shit, Benzes. They got fleets. They own fleets. They are a fucking bank. Mm-hmm. These record labels are banks. Exactly. They're fucking and, banks. And that's what I wanted you to touch on, right? Yeah. So, you a nigga in the hood that make beats. You a nigga in the hood that rap. And you build your following up organically. You putting your shit on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, blah, 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 blah. All these free platforms. SoundCloud. It's free for you to get your shit to the people. Boom. Yeah. You know, organically, Trippy Red, you know, Tyler the Creator, I- I- any of these niggas who did it organically, shit, Dirk. Yeah. Did his shit organically. You know what I'm saying? Boom. And now the labels are beating down your door. All right. Hey, nigga, you, you doing 10 million. Woo, we want to fuck with you. We want to be a part of that. You doing 20 million on YouTube. We want to fuck with you. Pooh shiesties. You know, we we, we want to be a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. So what they're saying is we're going to give you X amount of dollars up front. But you got to make us X amount of You dollars. have to make us. So, boom, we give you, let's say, we're, we're just going to throw a number out there. Boom. We're going to give you a million dollars signing bonus. Million dollars advance. You're not going to make a dollar profit until we make this million times seven. Mm-hmm. So I need seven million dollars in record sales, merchandise, torn. I don't give a fuck what it is. Anything you make a dollar off of, we need seven million dollars before you can profit. Yeah. And guess what they're gonna do? When you get to fucking six ninety nine point now we about to read and the fucking negotiate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're going to throw you another bag. Boom. Here go two million. Mm-hmm. But now we need 14 million to recoup. This is what he, the brother is telling you. And I just need y'all to listen and understand it and hear it from somebody who's in the game. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? That's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's a loan. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, on a loan, you got to pay interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay interest. 
that interest, they need that interest before you, you know what I'm saying? That the record need, record labels need that interest before you see any money for real. You're not going to see no pros until you satisfy the terms of that contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got niggas that finesse the game and shit. Even shit, you know what I'm saying? My mans, one of my mans, he finessed them niggas. He finessed them. He don't owe them niggas shit, but they was like, nah, we ain't fucking with you no more, nigga, because we know what your ass, you, we, we, <laughs> your ass know. You a real D, nigga. You finessed us, nigga. You got us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? This is my man's. I'm just fucking. My nigga Dusty finesse them bitches. <laughs> nigga, please finesse them bitches. Man, nigga. listen. I saw, I see, and, and I thought you were talking about the other nigga. See, I saw the one nigga uh-huh. on the, uh, it was the next flick shit. Who the uh, the Twitter swindler? Yeah, oh yeah. But the other, but the Detroit rap nigga yeah. that came on before him. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I signed a ten million dollar contract, but that's not my name. <laughs> yeah, I signed a contract, but yeah. these I signed a name that's not mine. You nigga, I, if I sign a contract, but I don't put my name on it. That's not me. Exactly. That contract is void. Y'all already sent me the ten million dollars. I scribble some shit on here, Sesame Street. <laughs> Who the fuck is Sesame Street? That's not me. I ain't. You know what I'm saying? Finesse. So, bro, listen. And I, I'm so sick. I don't know the name of the documentary right now, but it's on motherfucking Netflix, bro. You can find it. It's a nigga from the D. Finesse the whole fucking rap game out of ten million dollars, and he like shit. I'm I'm back doing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but no, that's that's really what you got to do. You got because they gonna finesse you, so you got exactly. Finesse, you got to finesse them before they finesse you. I gotta finesse. I I, like, I gotta get down first. Yeah, you gotta get down first. That's I gotta just, get that, down. That's first. law with any of this shit, man. You gotta get down first. You get into a scrap with a nigga. You gotta I, swing first. I gotta get down first. Period. Bomb first. Bomb first. That's what it is. You know what I'm mean? saying? So that's just how that shit go. And like, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't really cut like that, you not gonna understand this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with the music industry, the shit is it, it's so it's so full of man, bullshit and phony niggas, man. Like all these niggas is putting a fucking image out here that's not really them. Like I just watched some shit today, right? Nicki Minaj was talking about Future. Mm-hmm. And, she, you know, Nicki Minaj with Joe Budden and shit. And she telling Joe Budden, like, yo, this nigga Future, I'm in the studio with him. And he like, I don't even be taking all them fucking drugs. Right. You know what I'm saying? On some real shit, I'm lightweight. <laughs> but it's the influence, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, these niggas got influence. And now you got other rappers. Oh, shit. You got other rappers that's that's influenced by this shit. They emulating these niggas. Mm-hmm. They emulating what they hear. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They not really living that lifestyle. All these niggas is made up. They carbon copies. You know what I'm saying? So all this shit fake. The best advice I can give niggas that's like on the come up, man, stay true, stay genuine. You can't really go based off what the industry doing. Do you. Like me, when I make music, I don't even listen to other niggas' music. I don't listen to no, like, I, I ain't gonna say I don't listen, but if I see this shit on Instagram, I catch it one time, okay, I catch it again, boom. I don't listen to it no more. Because right. Because it's gonna taint my creative perception. Absolutely. I don't want none of my shit sounding like none of these niggas shit. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and, and that's what it is, right? So, and, and you can say that for any game, right? Yeah. 
when fucking Chrysler was like, all right, nigga, we about to bring this Charger back out. Yeah. They not like, all right, let's see what the fuck the Mustang doing. Oh, fuck. No, nigga. We gonna, we know what the fuck this car did before. We about to bring this bitch back out. Yeah. Boom. When I jump in the, jumped into podcasting, I, I'm not the first nigga to, to make a podcast. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. Yeah. It's motherfuckers out here. But I'm not listening to... I'm not one. I'm not on Twitter looking at the trending topics. Oh, let me see what's trending right now, right. and then let me talk about that. Right. Let me see what what went viral this week, and then let me talk. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. This shit is totally organic, and I'm putting out the shit that I think people need to hear. One, I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. Exactly. Th- that don't matter. This is the episode that I wanted to put out. If you fuck with it, you fuck with it. If not, so be it. Every I, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, niggas you, is not people pleasers. You you know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not dictated by what the industry is doing, what the market is doing, what social media is doing. That's not what dictates my podcast. You know what I'm saying? That can't be what dictates your life. But see, the problem is we have the internet influencing grown motherfuckers' lives. Man, listen. And bro. I can understand it if a nigga was. So my son, on the 29th of this month, my son will be 17. Okay. Right? 17 years old on the 20 on March 29th. I can understand him being social media influenced. Right. He's a kid though. You're a fucking kid, and you have never grown up in a world without this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is all you knew. Nigga, we was around when the internet first got created. Bro, before that, nigga. Before that. I was around when you had to be in the house when the streetlights came on. That's a fact. Get the fuck in the house. Oh, the streetlights on? Get the fuck in the house. It wasn't no motherfucking Netflix. Wasn't no Facebook. Wasn't no Twitter. None of this shit. shit. You got to understand. We got to call our friends. Or we got to go outside and see them. Bro, I had a pager, my nigga. Yeah. I had a pager. When I was in Wayne State. Yeah. I got to Wayne State in 2001. Mm. I had a Black Planet page. Yeah, I had a Black Planet too. You understand? <laughs> Niggas ain't that old though. <laughs> Niggas don't like, what the fuck is Black Planet? What the fuck is a, a Black Planet? Hey, some of these motherfuckers, what the fuck is a MySpace? Exactly. Or a Crush Spot or See, any of that shit. And, and we was coding before coding was a thing. Yeah. Because to get my background the way I wanted it on Black Planet, guess what? I had to put a whole code in. Yeah, HTML. I, nigga, I had to straight up. Put the fucking code in yeah. into this space. It wasn't no point click upload this picture. This this, this none of that shit existed yet. So I'm not influenced. So I can't understand people my age being influenced by it. But the problem is there are people our age being influenced by it. Yeah, well you know what? It ain't just the young niggas. It's motherfuckers our age. They like, oh nigga, we got to do what's trending. Yeah. No, the fuck you don't. See, I I attribute a lot of that bullshit to niggas feeling like back back when you know all this shit was going because really all this shit is recycled. It's regurgitated. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers didn't get they they didn't get their chance back then. So now they feeling like, oh, I can have a chance now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, these niggas is everybody everybody going crazy over Rolexes. I've been had a Rolex. That shit didn't even excite me. The hoes is excited by it, but I, that shit didn't do nothing for me either. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the buffies that niggas talking about, bro, I've been did that shit eight years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Seven, eight years ago. This shit don't really, you know what I'm saying? Niggas is going crazy off of shit. It's like the influence then, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want to change. Everybody want, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody want to live these lifestyles. Niggas will show you their highlights on the internet, but they won't show you that they 200,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. They won't show you that they mama live in a fucked up crib. Niggas won't show you that. They won't tell you like, oh, yeah, I got this going on. I'm... You know what I'm saying? I'm going through it. Niggas only show you the good shit. That, you know what I'm saying? They try to make it look like it's, everything is perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's what this internet shit done did. That's what the music done did. The music, for real, the music is the number one influence. That pop culture shit, this shit done fucked the, it done fucked the world up, bro. But listen. Not just the ghetto. It done fucked the whole world up. You got these Kardashian bitches wanting to get fake asses. They, wanna, they want black woman features. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, I ain't gonna say that's fucked up, cause yeah, we we the shit. You know what I'm saying? My mama from Africa, nigga, for real. My whole my, my mama whole side of the family from Africa. Born and raised, nigga. No slaves, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? People try to tell, hey man, yeah, you light skinned, bro. Ain't no way. My mama light skinned. That's cause she Lebanese too. See, but motherfucker, I mean, you know that that's just another motherfucker's yeah. ignorance. Yeah, ignorance. You know what I'm saying? No, that, that they don't know. Yeah. But yeah, listen, this pop culture shit is fucking the game up. You know what I mean? Yeah. This shit is so stupid, but because it used to be we influence culture, but now it's culture influencing us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've taken a back seat to culture, and we're not the ones we control. What culture is doing, mm-hmm. but we don't own and control culture. But why so, do you think that is though? It's because who, the niggas that's in control of like the record labels and all this. Capitalism. That's it. Capitalism. Capitalism. You already know. Flat the fuck out. You already know, bro. Flat the know. fuck out. So we gonna do whatever the fuck these advertisers say do. Whatever they tell us to do. These niggas that's tell what us the fuck to kill we, each other because that's what I'm saying. So so. So my nigga, so so I had an argument with a nigga a couple of years ago. This was, uh, it's twenty twenty two. This was probably like twenty eighteen. Uh-huh. I had an argument with a nigga. Like, bro, listen, who was the first nigga in the hood you seen with skinny jeans? It wasn't no nigga in the hood. No hell. Culture no. told us that that's what the fuck we need. Robbing jeans with the with, with the, the glitter t- on with the, the shit, tight bro, jeans bro. with the with the fucking the you know, with the glitters on the ass yeah, and all that bro. shit. I never owned a pair of them. What no nigga in the hood rocking those like, all right, nigga, these is what's up. No, culture told us to do that. Yeah. And that's why niggas did it. Yeah. It's not, so it was the other way around, right? Mm. So before Timberland became a boot, you know, that, that, that niggas wore, it was a construction boot. That's all it was. It was a, a, a $40, $50 construction boot. Yeah, and guess who jacked the price up on that shit? We did. Absolutely. <laughs> KRS-One, LL Cool J, them New York niggas got to, all right, nigga, we rocking these. This is what we rocking. Yeah. And they dropped, and, and, you know what I'm saying, and they, they raised Timberland stock from 40 fucking million to a billion dollars. Mm. Industry. Yeah. And now they're a part of fashion, right? But long gone are those days. Where we influence the fucking culture. Now is culture is telling us what the fuck we need to wear. Oh, y'all niggas about to wear these skirts. Yeah. Y'all niggas about to wear these man purse. Because it wasn't a nigga in your hood wearing a fucking man purse. And it was like, oh, no, this is hot. Never. No. The niggas that was in the hood wearing man purses was sissies. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Louis V came out with this luck, quote unquote, luxury 
you know, men perk bad, and 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 now, oh, nigga, this is hot because culture influenced you, not you influencing culture. Yeah, and now motherfuckers is label whores. They see exactly. They see that oh Gucci, Balenciaga. Oh, this is Gucci. All this. Oh, shit. this Versace. Oh, this is this this that and third. So I'm not wearing it because it's hot. I'm wearing it because it's trendy. Yeah, they wearing it because it's trendy, and little do niggas know, LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moe Hennessy. Which is the 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 head right head right? They own Balenciaga. They own damn near all that shit. They listen, own damn near all that shit. Listen, motherfuckers don't even know the companies that Volkswagen owns. Yeah, Volkswagen own Bugatti, Bentley, Bentley, Porsche, Porsche, Bugatti. Motherfuckers don't even know yeah. the Beetle, the little bug that you saw riding around the hood, the Scooby Doo van. Yeah, Volkswagen. Them, them, them is the motherfuckers that own Porsche. Them is the motherfuckers that own Bentley. Them is the motherfuckers that own Bugatti. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Yeah. These is the... See, listen, bro, this shit gets so... So, I was at uh, Yard House. Yeah, Yard House. Yeah. I was at Yard House not too long ago, Catch right? lunch or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm at Yard House, and it was the, the waitress chick was telling me, she was like, yeah, so I was working at this uh, restaurant down the street, but it was so simple for me just to transfer down here to Yard House and get more hours mm-hmm. because the parent company to Yard House owns like 10, 11 other fucking restaurants. Yeah, that's what they own. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nigga, this is what we do. This ain't no mom and pop shit, motherfucker. We're a corporation, yeah. and we're telling you what the fuck to eat. We're telling you what the fuck to wear versus the other way around, which is how it used to be. You know, our culture used to influence what the fuck was going on in the world, but now we're being influenced. Yeah. And and, and, and that's where the fuck we fucking up. Yeah. See, now that's the true definition of the script. So what was it? It was Wallow. You know what I'm saying? A million dollars worth of game. He say, we control culture, but we don't own culture. Yeah. And you know he, what I'm that, saying? That, see that, that that shit struck a fucking nerve, dog. Because he not lying, dog. At all? Why lie? He not lying. Like we really, we the creators of all this shit. Flat, we created this shit. Flat out. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like shit. We being controlled by this uh, this same shit we created. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's the fucking fuck robots up. are taking. This is ter- this is some Terminator shit. Yeah, for the sure. robots are taking over. Yeah. We can recreated you niggas, yeah. and now we're being controlled by it, and w- we have to grab back hold of these motherfucking reins, and we gotta let motherfuckers know exactly what the fuck time it is for these kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a bunch of kids. You got a bunch of motherfucking kids. Yeah, for sure. You out here living your life, trying to make it an impact and influence. As am I, but we can't be dictated by what the fuck is popping or what's hot at the time. We just got to continue to stay in our lane, yeah. continue to do us and not be gravitated towards, all right, the dollars is over here now. Oh, the popping shit, the algorithm is over here. Fuck all of that dumb shit. Yeah, man. We just got to stay true to who the fuck we are, be organic, and people going to fuck with us because of that. Yeah. And not because of the other reason. And that's what it's been, man. Like, I don't have no... See, what's crazy is I don't have no enemies, bro. It, niggas can't... A, a nigga can't hate me, bro. Nigga can't hate me because he like, man, or you, this nigga is just too... He too raw with it. We don't have... we. It's no... We can't even make up a fucking reason to hate this nigga. Right. Like, 
some random niggas robbed. They tried to rob me in Oak Park, bro, a block away from the police station. That was like the most, I, I can't even say them the enemies. That was the most opposition I ever encountered in my life. I popped the shit out them niggas a block away from the police station <laughs> in Oak Park on Kenwood and Coolidge. You know what I'm saying? I shot the shit out them niggas. Like, bro, listen, I, I ain't for none of that bullshit, bro. If you bring some bullshit to me, you know what I'm saying, you got internal problems that you need to go and seek counseling for. We I don't got no beef with no nigga out here, man. We ain't, we ain't on that, man. We we on good vibes only, man. We on real raw shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we trying to influence people to do the right thing and to be themselves. Like, Absolutely. All this made up shit that y'all, you know what I'm saying? These niggas, y'all listen to these rap niggas and y'all want to be like these rap niggas. You want to get a chain and all this shit, man. You are perfectly fine without a chain. You don't need Buffy's. You don't need a Roll. You don't need an AP or a Paddock. Or I'm sorry, it's not a, a Patek. A Patek. Patek. You don't need none of that shit. You don't need that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you can afford it, then you can afford it, but you don't need it. It's not a necessity right. to live a good and fruitful life. Listen, man, listen. I appreciate you coming out. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We can sit here. We 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 approaching two hours right now in this yeah. conversation. Listen, I, I appreciate you coming out, brother. Likewise, bro. And listen, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Whenever you want to come back, just let me know, and we're going to link this shit up. But for right now, let people know how they can get in touch with you via, you know, Facebook, Instagram, social media, any platform that you have, and just, you know, shout out your social media real quick and let yeah, people know how so, they can man, get in touch with you. Tap in on Instagram, Yola Pie Bricks. I don't really be on the Twitter shit no more because it be a bunch of bullshit going on on there. So you just hear me on the uh, on the Instagram, Yola Pie Bricks, Y-O-L-A-P-I-E-B-R-I-C-K-S. For sure. And with that, we about to get up out of here. Peace. Peace. Oh, man, listen, we're going to get you back on here.